Hi, welcome to Dyslexia Explored. This is a podcast which we also broadcast live on Facebook. This is a podcast where we're going to talk a bit about organizing your thoughts with dyslexia. This is another one of our tips podcasts and we've got guests coming next week. We've got an exciting guest next Friday. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about three tips that you might not have thought about when it comes to organizing a child with dyslexia to get things done. So here's the thing, you know, your child, you might want your child to get stuff done. Your child might even want to get stuff done, want that satisfaction of completing something, moving on to the next thing, achieving things, showing what they can do, and even getting stuff done that they find really fun. But what happens is sometimes things get in the way. Sometimes dyslexia gets in the way and you get sidetracked and you start doing what you actually didn't want to do. Now we all do this, but if you're dyslexic, you'll be doing this a lot more than other people. And there's reasons why. So, you know, even if you've taken the time to make yourself a to-do list, made yourself a timetable and scheduled it and so on, dyslexia can still get in the way. Now, the answer is to understand the way your mind works and how your mind wants to organize things, wants to get things done. And once you do that, you start working with your mind rather than against your mind. A lot of people create organization systems for dyslexic minds that are linear learning systems, they're linear organization systems, and our minds just do not work like that. Yes, we need a list, but going straight to the list just doesn't work. We often need a visual way to expand it, visualize it, picture it, and then we get down into the task. So let me share with you three tips. That obviously, there's a lot more to organizing your, your life and yourself than these three tips. But these three tips are three tips that you might not have heard about before or not think as very important. But I'm going to share with you three tips that are part of my system and the system I teach children and other parents to do. So tip number one is make sure each task can be done in less than 25 minutes. And I mean 25 minutes. I don't mean uh, we can roughly get it done in 45 minutes or in, inside of an hour. Now, why? There's a term for this and it's called a Pomero, okay? And some researchers have done research on this over decades. And basically our optimum attention span for maintaining focus and recall is 25 minutes. After 25 minutes, things really drop off in terms of recall and attention. Now, the thing is, you can be so absorbed, you're still going at it, you've still got your attention, but your brain is not recalling or remembering so much. So in terms of training yourself to learn well and remember things well, which can be a challenge for a folk with dyslexia or ADHD, getting into this habit of breaking things down into 25 minutes chunks and then stopping having a five minute break where you, you, 
you change activity and then you come back and do your next 25 minutes is key. And so you need to structure your activities down into 25 minutes. Now, what tends to happen is you tend to create like a one hour activity and, you know, it's not very effective. So what happens is if you can break it down into 25 minutes, you'll find you'll get more done. Second tip, dyslexia organizing. Tip number two is giving a child or yourself an instruction to return back to the board. So if you've got a list of tasks on the board, you don't just tell yourself, go and do task number two, you go off and or task number one and then task number two. You tell them to go and do task number one, go do task number one, and when you're finished, come back to the board and find the next task. And then you repeat, you do task number two and come back to the board. So there's two things to remember, go do your task and come back to the board, go there and come back, go come back. Instead of go do number one, then do number two. If you do that, if you then say, go do number one, do number two, and then come back, it might work. But our working memories take about one to two to three units. Most people are seven units, five to seven units. So if you've got dyslexia, you probably got a working memory. You could have a great memory, but your working memory is down to one to two. You can still work with that, no problem, but you just need to understand the way your mind works. It wants one job to be done at one time, get it done and then tell me what to do next. And so if you plan that into your system, you go do your job, but the key, the trick, the magic in this tip is that you also instruct yourself or your child to come back to the board. Otherwise, you go do the job and you go, oh, I've done my tasks because you don't know what, can't remember what the other tasks are. You just go, oh, I've done what I thought I had in my head and it's done. And you stop, you look at your phone, you go do this, you go see something else that needs done or see someone else or whatever and you get distracted. You might even get distracted by good things to do or whatever, but you're not doing your plan. So having that return to the board instruction is key. Third tip is making things physical. Now, I love my tech. I love my phone. I like my iPad. I like my Apple Pencil. I love my MacBook Pro. I love, I love, I've got tons of tech. Okay. The list can go on. But when it comes to getting things done, there's something interesting that I've noticed with other children, other adults, and even myself, when it comes to dyslexia and getting things done. And that's getting physical, making something physical. So for example, I've got here a task list of things to do. And when I do it, I don't just tick it off, I lift it off and I put it into the column of achievements for the day. And I move the task over. And you can do this in lots of different ways. One of my children in the, in the class, she's got like, uh, one of the children that is part of the Bullet Map Academy Club, they have a little bit of paper and they slide it along or they flip it over and it's a physical visual reminder that that's done and that's not done. So this visual and physical aspect of it is really helpful. It's not essential, but it's really helpful. Here's how it's helpful. It, it kind of 
gives you a sense of satisfaction. You know how people like ticking tick lists. It gives you a sense, an endorphin burst. And then you can enhance that endorphin burst by making it physical. Now that endorphin burst gives you a boost that drives you and motivates you to saying, I want to do another one, you know? And there, it builds this kind of compulsion to say, I want to make sure all of those go over there by the end of today. And so that really helps. So those are my three tips. And you can do that in different ways. You, you can even make it physical in terms of an app. Choose an app where instead of tapping something's done, you swipe it and it feels like you've, you've moved it. You've swiped it. Like if you've got an Asana board, you take a card, you move it across. Things like that, Kanban boards, if you've heard of this in business, those sorts of things can be useful. Just that physical moving of something. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but it works. So those are three tips out of lots that I've got. Um, actually, uh, one of the things that I was thinking about, I'm, I've got a workshop on my mind next week. I'm going to do a very unusual workshop. I don't normally do these workshops, but I'm basically going to do like a three hour afternoon workshop for parents and adults to just how do you help your child get stuff done in the day so that you don't have to pester them all the time and they get it done faster and they get twice as much done. And, and so I call it the do double challenge where you basically learn how to do double in the day in the same amount of time with half the amount of pestering. And the benefit of it's incredible because the children actually find they enjoy doing their tasks more and they're much more independent at doing those tasks. And it all comes down to simply working with your brain rather than against it. But you have to understand the way your dyslexic, imaginative, creative mind works and find a process that works with it. OK, so I've been talking a lot about lists and things like that. And I'm, that isn't the be all and end all. That's just the end of a process for creative people. They need and I'll show you uh, for those of you on the podcast. Um, listening, what I'm going to do is I want you to imagine I've drawn uh, a sheet of paper horizontally, okay? And on the left-hand side, one-third of it, you write down a list of all your random ideas. Then you underline key ideas and you map it out as a map. So you can visualize it and doodle it and so on. So you can imagine what you're thinking about and organize it visually. Then you're ready to break it down into a task list and what to do next. And at that point, you can create a schedule for your day and a timetable for your week. Now, it's not as easy as, it's really easy to say that's what you do, but the reality is it's not what you do with dyslexia. Often it's how you do it. It's how do you go up through the gears so you don't stall the engine of your mind? Because we're like, manual cars compared to automatic cars. You know, a manual car, you need to be very careful as you're going through the landscape of the road, what gear you go into. So if you're gonna slow down, you need to change gear. If you're gonna go fast, you need to go up gears, otherwise you burn out your engine. But with an automatic car, they don't need to think about these things. And that's what it's like when it comes to organizing your mind, your life, your day, your future. It comes down to um, 
working with your brain. Otherwise, dyslexia is just going to keep getting in the way of who you are, what you want to achieve, what your child wants to achieve. And you're going to start thinking there's something wrong with you. No, there's something wrong with the way you do it, not with your brain. And that's the key in all of this. You've got to remember that the, the car that you've got is like a manual Ferrari, you know? You know, you don't blame the car. You don't say the engine's wrong or the gear system's wrong. No, you have a dyslexic mind, which means you've got a manual gearbox in your car. You've got to learn how to t go up the gears of that manual gearbox, not to blame the vehicle, but to learn the skill to use your mind. Other people who've got automatic minds that aren't dyslexic don't need to learn some of these skills. You, however, have got other extra special abilities that can, you know, you might have a more powerful engine, uh, but you have to go up the gears to fully express your speed. For example, you might have a different configuration in your boot. You might be a pickup truck, you know, with a huge boot, but you've still got a manual gearbox and a big engine. If you can't go through those gears in a way that works for your mind, your car's virtually useless to you. And you find you're stalling all the time going around in first gear and not expressing the full potential you've got in your life. And that goes for your kid as well in school. They get left behind by their friends, they get left behind by school, and then their opportunities start shutting down. So I want to help you help your child prepare for uh, when dyslexia gets in the way. So if you're interested in that, by the way, I'm doing a, a full length workshop on this on Wednesday. I don't do these very often. And I'm not recording it, although we are going to put it in as training for the Bullet Map Academy students. But you get to come in it. You, you get to try the whole thing out for free and only pay afterwards. It's $47 uh, or £37 for the full training. And I will just give you everything that I've got and teach you practically how to do it. Give you feedback. Look at how you're doing it and develop your current system. You don't have to adopt everything that I do. It's the principles you've got to understand. How to move from one gear into the next so that your child can follow you and, and connect with your own system. Or build a new system with me on Wednesday. Um, so check that out in the description if you're interested. Oh, the idea is, you know, you put in your credit card, you, you, you don't pay for it until afterwards. If I can prove to you in, the, in that afternoon how your child can do double with the same amount of effort with half the amount of pestering, then you pay. And if I, if I don't and you don't think it's that valuable, you just send me an email and we don't charge your credit card. It's kind of like going to a restaurant, getting to eat for the, all the food and then only paying afterwards if you like it because I'm so confident that you will like it and it will transform your relationship with your child because you don't wanna be that person that just pesters them all the day, all the weeks, all the months and all the years until they're teenagers and you're still pestering them to go and brush their teeth, brush their hair, you know, wash, go do stuff and all these other things, you know, homework, uh, writing essays, remembering to do this, remembering to do that. If they can't do that independently, then they become dependent on you. And when you're gone, they just end up wandering. And that's such a shame to see that talent lost. And the answer 
is to have an organization system that fits the way they think so they can organize ideas visually and get stuff done. So join me on that. Okay, so guys, thank you for, for watching and thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed those tips. Those tips, I'll give you a summary. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you a bonus tip, right? So number one, 25 minute chunks. Number two, tell yourself or the child to return to the board or the list as part of their instructions. If you don't tell them to return, they will not return and they will not get the next thing done. <laughs> I know it seems so obvious, but it works. Third thing is make it physical, that transition from this is what I need to do, move it over. So there's a clear visual shift, okay? And fourth tip, let me see if I can give you uh, an extra little fourth tip. Well, I suppose the biggest tip that I've taken for granted, but the fourth tip is when you're writing down your task list, okay, with your child, you need to do it with your child. You need to write down all their ideas, their random ideas. You need to underline those keywords and organize them into something visual. And, and it's going through that process that makes the child connect with the activity, understand why they're doing it, which is important to dyslexics, and then build that motivation to get the stuff done. Just giving them the list or going straight to that list or straight to that timetable doesn't help them very much. They don't connect with that. They don't see the why. It's not that you haven't explained it. They, they can't imagine it. So they've got to imagine what's going to be happening. And that's, well, that's a huge, that's not just a tip. That's a concept, massive underlying concept of the way to organize their mind, which is a little bit more than just a tip. But please try and make it as visual as possible for them. So I hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back uh, on Monday with the next episode podcast and a few more guests coming in as interviews some really interesting ones lined up thank you goodbye see you next time this podcast is sponsored by dyslexiaproductivitycoaching.com it's my day job when i'm not hosting this podcast tell me do you know what you want to achieve in the workplace but you're struggling with how to achieve it maybe you suspect some traits of dyslexia are getting in the way well, that's where Dyslexia Productivity Coaching comes in because we give you a simple productivity system for your Apple devices that harnesses the creativity that comes with your dyslexia. It includes proven methods like note-taking, reminders, speech-to-text, mind mapping, and more, all tailored to your needs. It'll free up your time and help you achieve outstanding results. Book a complimentary call to discuss it with me, and if you do it soon, I may also be available to coach you personally via Zoom. So don't be shy. Go to dyslexiaproductivitycoaching.com or swipe up and book it now.